Disclaimer, this podcast is not promoting piracy, plagiarism, or any illegal activity. So in December 2020, three publishing giants, namely Elsevier, Wiley, American Chemical Society, they filed a copyright infringement suit against Sci-Hub and LibGen before the Delhi High Court. So this isn't the first time something like this has happened for Sci-Hub at least. I think there's been a lot of cases against it earlier. The publishers claim that they own exclusive rights to the manuscripts they have published, that Sci-Hub and LibGen are engaged in violating by providing free access to their copyrighted contents. This case is important because it can have a significant impact on the broader research, academic, and education environment in India. So something called the Breakthrough Science Society released a statement that was signed by 2,000 scientists, professors, researchers, teachers, and students supporting free access to knowledge and urging the court and the government to allow the Indian academic community to continue, just continue to access Sci-Hub and LibGen. And that's actually how I came to know about the case in the first place. So one of my friends sent me an email and I was like, oh, accessibility in science, must talk about this. And in their statement, they said that academic research cannot flourish without the free flow of information between those who produce it, those who seek it, and we strongly oppose the contention of the lawsuit. But before we get in any further, what is SciHub and LibGen? Why does it matter? And what do they mean for accessibility in science? Yeah, so SciHub and LibGen are basically pirate websites that uh, provide free access to millions of research papers articles and books that are otherwise locked behind paywalls. Uh, the for-profit science and engineering journals drain scarce resources from universities and put a price between scientists and their research. All around the world, and especially in developing countries like India, researchers do depend on such websites and call it vital for their projects. The cost of legally accessing cutting-edge research is really prohibitive. So unless you have institutional access or the money to get through these papers, it's hard to actually get hold of research papers or consider a common citizen with no institutional access who wants to know more about a subject or research out of their own interest. It's inaccessible that way. And this case also has a huge role to play in the trajectory that copyright and intellectual property rights take in India. Do you think there's any justification for publishing companies asking for so much money to access papers and knowledge? Um, I do understand that getting research curated and published online and offline is an expensive affair, yes. But I don't know if having such exclusive costs is justified. And although this is a confusing space to be in, this is a contemporary question that raises so many important questions like, who owns knowledge really? Is it the authors? Is it students or the journalists or the public? We don't know really. And is education like land and property rights? Is knowledge a question of public versus private ownership? So the current system of scientific publishing and access to knowledge is undoubtedly broken, but do you think we have any possible solutions to it? 
Open access might be one option, but there is no straightforward answer right now. Um, there were questions 50 years ago that were so confusing back then, but have relatively easier solutions now. So hopefully in a few years from now, we are in a space of better clarity. Uh, meanwhile, it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on accessibility in science and making knowledge free. How do you think the system can be made better? How can we handle the problem of governance and control of knowledge? Yeah, we'd like to hear from you. That's right. We're going to be leaving you with a whole bunch of questions without any answers. The COVID-19 pandemic has also made it early clear how there are situations where students, professors, and researchers are not able to access campus resources, whether it's the lab or the library, which we all so dearly love. So if, if somebody's institution does not have a subscription to a journal, a particular journal, in practice, they may not be able to access the material using it. Both SciHub and LibGen have been trying to address this problem of inequality. Not everyone would agree with their approach, which is why it's so important for us to think about different ways this can actually come about, different models of the same system. So we look forward to seeing you in BioClub. Goodbye.